welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The year is 164 AT. The Fifth Age has been marked by recovery and rebuilding efforts since a great global catastrophe commonly referred to as the Turn. Cities fell, rivers were rerouted, and mountains came crashing down as whole continents were shaken to the bedrock. The city of Karami lies on the central peninsula on the continent of Sarakar. Karami fared better than most cities after the turn. Like most of the continent, Karami lies in a state of perpetual autumn, and because of where it lies, the city also has much more night than day. Our story begins in the Bard's Rest, a tavern on the west side of the city. It's just after 3 p.m., and the sun is nearly finished setting. In a few hours, the Bard's Rest will be alive with the sounds of drunken patrons and the music of one of the finest bards in the western part of the city. Until then, Vale and Aridus, along with the bartender, are busy preparing for the nightly crowd. What does that look like? I'm probably restocking, wiping down any open tables. Plenty of them. Gray. He has any gear to herf, I probably end up herfing. Yeah, I don't have much. Are you like the roadie? No, I'm a hand in kind of on call, so I do whatever I'm asked to do. She's great, a great roadie. So, yeah, I've got gear. I mean, it's not like a far trek, right? Because I just take it up to Mm. my room when I'm done and then bring it back down, right? So there's a little bit of that. And then, you know, if we finish, then I help our bartender friend with whatever he needs, Mm -hmm. really. While you're doing that, a very well-dressed young man enters the tavern. His clothes are in impeccable white, with red accents at the cuffs and seams, and shoulder-length brown hair. Vale, you would recognize this man as Saren, a member of your dead noble boy's entourage. Of course. But he's here to see Grey the Great. Uh, So while you're setting up, he comes up to you. I've been sent here to hire you. It's for an upcoming celebration. Interested? Potentially. Depends on what it is. Oh, you would be paid well, I assure you. Money is not the issue. Sure. The Sefointis brothers are throwing a special party for Lord Robin's 100th birthday. Lord Sefointis spoke very highly of your skills, very folksy, and we would love it if you joined us for the party. When is this party? We leave in two days. You leave yes. in two days? It'll be just outside of the city, at Lord Robin's request. Why would someone request to have a party outside the city walls? Oh, we're, we're going on... An owl hunt. An owl hunt? Yes. Can I try an eavesdrop? Oh, absolutely you may. Please eavesdrop. Oh, you want to not be noticed? I don't want to be noticed, no. Sure, then give me a stealth check. I have a 14. Saren rolled a 19. So. He totally knows that I'm trying to listen to this conversation. So are you kind of like stop at a table and just clean it extra <laughs> long while staring at him? Yes, yes, it's something that the, uh, the nobles do on special occasions to go on an owl hunt. Uh, if you've been in the city long enough, you know that owls are not the most common. So this is just kind of something rich people do. Like old fox hunts. Okay, this is I, got for owls. I got you. If you are hunting owls, I... I... I'm failing to see why you'd want to take a, a bard who plays loud music on an owl hunt. Oh, well, music during the day, during the evening, you know, when it's dark out. And how long would this affair last? Just a few days. Oh, well, about a day or so to travel out to the site and spend a couple days out there drinking, partying, and hunting. And then we'll return. And now I suppose is as good a time as any to ask <laughs> what the compensation is? It'll be three silver a day, paid after we return. And what is this silver contingent upon? What is the contract? That you play and play well? This is why I asked the question. Because, you know, a musician isn't fantastic 100% of the time. And so I have to 
as they say, cover my own ass here, right? <laughs> Meaning that I can't guarantee you that every song I play will be a winner. <laughs> it'll be a winner. Well, at the very least, you'll be fed and you'll have a place to sleep. I already have a place to sleep. I meant during the during the parties. Musicians don't usually have an in case we suck clause. <laughs> I think they should. Just crit on every roll and we'll be fine. Oh yeah, because I can totally do that. I will need to talk to my employer here before I can say definitively one way or another. Is there a way I can contact you? Oh, will that take long? I could just wait. I suppose you can do that. <laughs> I love the rich. Could I have a glass of wine while I wait? Um, sure, but it's not really mine to give away. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, come over. <laughs> oh, Kara, right? Yes. I knew you worked around here somewhere. I do. Could I get a glass of wine while I wait for your friend here? Of course. Thank you. <laughs> you are a barmaid, right? I do. Yes, I am. So I go okay. off and I come back. And I'm just bring making it back. sure because I go over to the Arnis over there is just staring like, "What are you doing, serving this man a drink in a bar?" No, I want to know how he knows her. Oh, oh, that's that is fair. <laughs> that's what I want to know. So I go over to the. I'm assuming that. Oh my god, what's his name? Tobard. Tobard. Thank you. I assume he's behind the bar. Yes. Okay. So I go over cleaning and talk glasses, to him. setting out bottles, straightening up. I go over and talk to him about what just happened. Ask him if he recognizes this guy or knows who Sir Robin is. <laughs> Sir Robin. Lord Robin. Lord Robin, whatever. How long have you been in the city? Years, right? Yeah. You can roll a history check, see if you've heard of this person. But, like, on and off. I got a 16. Yes, you actually have heard of Lord Robin. And so is Tobar. Okay. Uh, you probably only heard of her as just some rich person who uh, kind of runs one of the larger businesses in the city. She is in charge of the coal business coming out of the mountains. It's something desperately needed in a place that is dark 18 hours a day. True. Yeah. Yeah. So her and her family have done very well with that. Okay. Being being a bartender is are there reasons you can think of why it would be a why it wouldn't be a good idea for me to go? Tobard says, well, not unless there's something you have against any of these rich folk or of making money. I I don't, really. I'm going to catch her because I'm assuming she's around. Mm-hmm. Sure, Kara's... Oh yeah, she's getting the wine. Saren thanks you for the wine. You can talk to Arnas. How does he know you? It's a long story. I'll, I'll fill you in later. But if you go, can I go with you? You want to be like my roadie? Sure. Tobar, are you going to be alright without both of us for a little while? I can get people to fill in for you. I'll bring in the, the juggler. I'll get a hold of Rex. I'll bring him in. Okay. Uh, I am pretty sure I can't pay you. I'm pretty sure this guy ain't going to pay you. It's okay. We had never agreed on my target either. I know who your target is okay. now. Uh, give, me a, give me a perception roll to see how much of that conversation you overheard. But it's a seven for my perception. You didn't quite catch the name of who was throwing this party. But there will be a lot of rich people there, and at the very least, this person can get you closer to your target. Mm-hmm. Outside of character knowledge, you know your target's name is Lazaro Cifuentes, mm-hmm. the younger okay. brother of Lord Cifuentes. The younger, much more popular brother. <laughs> oh my. It was an easy target. There's a reason I've been trying to work my way up to it. Okay, uh, so was there anything you need to discuss with Tobard or Kara before you go back to Saren? Mm, nope, I think that's it. So I head back over and say, Saren, I, I think we've almost got ourselves a deal. I have one additional request. By all means, let me hear it. I, I would like to bring a set of helping hands with me, a, a roadie, if you oh, will. Oh, sure. I completely understand needing help. All right. How many are you bringing? Oh, just one. That sounds good. Uh, we'll only be paying for you. It's up to you if you want to pay your help or not. They understand that. So do I. But very good. In two days, just after the sun rises, meet us at the south gate in the eastern part of the city. The south gate is really just kind of like the entrance to a hunting trail. It is definitely wide enough for like wagons and stuff. Meanwhile, in the monastery of Karam, across the city, Darvin Grimm, you receive a new target. Remind me what that's like when you receive a name of someone to kill. Is it someone coming down to tell you personally? Do you get a note? It's a note. What information is on that note? Name of the target, how to find them if possible, time frame, because, you know, it's good to do a lot of 
reconnaissance first and figure out as much as I can to do it as smoothly and undetected as possible. Okay. But sometimes they give me rush orders, then I have to figure out how to be faster. You receive a slip of paper, which is the standard delivery method for your targets. Are these, like, sealed in any way, or is it just a loose piece of paper? Honestly, it's a loose piece of paper, but it's dropped into, like, a one-way box, like a mailbox kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I can see it. Is that, like, like in your room? room? Yeah, yeah. So the outside, the outer part of the box, is that the slot is outside okay. of my box. But then I have nice. to check it. So I have to, like, I hear it if I'm there. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I just check it, like, every night before I go to All bed. All right. You're in your room. You hear a little thing in the slot. And when you go over and open it, there's a paper on there. And it has the name of Janice Robin. Okay. Uh, who is definitely Lord Robin. The time frame is short. Got about a week to do this. Okay. When you receive a target, what do you do? Well, first I have to start, you know, spying and stuff. Learn as much about it as I can. In a rush order like this, it doesn't give me a lot of time. No, it does not. But if it's a noble, I might already have some information. You might. You can also give me a history check. All right. 20. Dang. Not a great. 17 plus 3. You have real good history. Okay, yes. You know this person. They were not at the party that your, uh, your father held. She is almost 100 years old. She's very old. She is very, very wealthy. Damn. Um, she is a widower, and uh, she has a very nice place on the eastern side of the city. And you also know about her business, Coal Magnate. Okay. So what do you do? Well, I start concocting a plan. <laughs> it sounds like I, right. already, I already know what I need to know, mostly. That's mm. probably not. Since she's super old, probably the best thing to do is sneak into her quarters. And try to make it look like she passed away in her sleep. Okay. I mean, not if she died of black lung from the coal, but I don't know if people know. Oh, she, she doesn't go in. She she's not a miner herself. Uh, I see. She goes in there for, like, inspections she and to show it. other people around, like, look at this thing that makes me all my money. But not enough to get But she's lung. not down there with a pickaxe. All right. Okay. So I got to figure out the best way to get in. Would you like to go to her residence? Yeah. i got to case the giant. See what I can suss out. Okay. You head over to her manor. It's very large. It has a set of gates at the front, fenced in all the way around. And there is someone standing at the gate. Well, a watchman, basically. So I'm going to, like, do a, you know, as stealthily as I can, sort of circle the entire place to see if there's any sure. potential point of entry. Give me a stealth roll. Thirteen. Guards will do the same. Uh, you make it most of the way around the perimeter uh, before someone near the rear gate spots you. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have any business here? No, just come for a walk. Roll deception, please. <laughs> Two. He looks at you very suspiciously. Says, how about you just keep walking? Then? Fine. Unless you have business with Lord Robin, keep your distance. No problem. During your walk around the building, though, you can tell that there's a front gate, which is rather wide, closed, and there's the rear gate, which is much smaller, it's also closed, uh, but it only has the one guard. Other than that, the only way to get in would be to jump the gate, and then once you are past it, you would need to probably about 50, 60 feet until you get to the building proper. Okay. The grounds are very lovely. I need to find a way to get in. I mean, inside the house. Yeah. I can come back at night and hop the gate fence. That's easy enough. Sure you could. But I gotta figure out how to get inside without getting caught. And then where her bedroom is. That's a whole lot of plan in there. And before I do that, I gotta figure out what I know about poisons and stuff. And see if there's <laughs> any way. I suppose I could just smother her in her. Poisons, huh? Mm, go with Ella on her? Yeah, I could just Ella her. That might be the way to go. What would you like to do then, Darvin? Would you like to wait till night? Would you yeah. Like to go? Okay. You wait till nightfall. Aranus and Vale. What sort of preparation do you need to do before you go on this trip with these nobles? Not really anything. I mean, part of the pack I have has like a bedroll in it, and like yeah. they're gonna provide me like a really a place to sleep and food. So mm-hmm. they sure will. Because if you think they're sleeping on the ground, you're crazy. I will probably take 
my super fancy bard costume that got made for me for the last party. Oh, the, the blue one with the tight pants. <laughs> yeah. Tight pants. <laughs> with the Russell Brand pants, yes. Because these are fancy people, and clearly fancy people don't like the way I dress. So, <laughs> so okay. I'll take that. I won't wear it out, obviously. I'll change, because okay. slogging through the woods in fancy clothes sounds like a terrible idea to me, though they probably wouldn't think so. Okay. Uh, Vale. Uh, Vale's going to bring a pack of pretty much all of her ordinary mundane, not gonna, you know, gonna attract any attention items, except for making sure that she has her thieves' tools with her. Oh, that's a good thing to bring. She, you know, she is in the form of Kara. Vale being asexual, Kara being female. Yes. Her dagger, for sure. She has many different ways to hide in her skirts and bodice and all of that fun stuff. That's fair. And her brain. She's got some... Her brain? Wait, is it in a jar somewhere? <laughs> no, I'm just saying coming prepared, having some plans on how to get to her target. Oh, okay. You had me confused for a moment there. No, no. No, no brain in a jar. When do you not bring your brain? No, I'm sorry. And a plan. That's what she's bringing. A plan. I never bring mine. Mm-hmm. So. Aranis, do you have a weapon? Or is it just the loot? I have no weapon. Oh, no, that's, that's a lie. I have a crossbow something. and a dagger. Okay. We will give good old Master Darvin Grimm here a chance to succeed on his plan <laughs> before we go out into the woods. So excited. Because if she's dead, yeah. there's no party. Uh, I don't get paid. Darvin, it is nighttime. You are free to do whatever skulking about you want to do. Oh, when you go out on a kill, do you wear any sort of like special hood or yeah, outfit? Yeah, yeah. Like a robe cloak kind of thing. Hood. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta conceal the identity. What color is that? Gray. All right. Or black. It's up to you. I was going to say gray. My favorite color. Oh. How about like a dark gray? All right. Still a good color. And you are looking around at night. Uh, where are you going? Well, again, trying to find the easiest to pop okay. spot in the fence without getting detected. Sure. The watchmen are posted only at the gates, so at the front and the rear. And this time of night, there's one at each, and they're just kind of leaning up against the fence. In a very kind of just lackadaisical manner, they are out here as a formality. Okay. Uh, people don't usually attack nobles within the city in mm-hmm. their own homes, but this is just in case anybody shows up, keeping things proper. You know that climbing over one of the side one of the side gates or side fences, I should say, probably be your easiest way to go in unnoticed. Okay, then I will do that. Uh-huh. Head for a side fence. Give me a stealth roll. See how quiet you are. Twenty. Ooh, not crit. Very very quiet. You slink up to the, the side fence and give me an athletics to climb over that. Twelve. Yeah. And these are not like siege fences or anything like to keep people out. It's just a fence to denote her property line. So you're able to climb it very quietly, very efficiently, and you're on the inside. The grounds are mostly grass and shrubs with some stone paths leading towards the building. There's some light coming out of the windows. Probably like candles. What do you want to do? Stealth the path, see if I can find a good entrance okay. or side entrance. Alright, stealth roll. Great. You move from shadow to shadow between the plants at the rocks. And you just appear flat back up against the wall of the building in the shadow. And the front of the house is to your right, the rear is to your left. There's windows on the side of the building. They don't appear to be open. Okay. People don't tend to leave their windows open here. It's a little cold. Gotcha. It's always winter. Autumn. It's more more like autumnish. All right, always autumn. Any. So, where would you like to go? Well, I want to try and what's the word? Circumlocute. Is that a word? Circumlocate. Circumlocate. Circumnavigate. Circumnavigate. You want to walk around the building? Okay. Yeah. Looking for a potential point. Looking for my best point of entry. I mean, maybe it's the front door, and I've got to figure out how to do that, or maybe there's no. Sure. Do you want to go towards the front of the back? Towards the back. Uh, As you sneak around the side of the building towards the rear, you notice there's no one posted (laughs) at the rear entrance. Uh, It's a relatively plain door, as opposed to the rest of the building. This is mostly for groundskeepers and servants to come in and out. Nice. And you look off towards the fence, and there's the watchman leaning up against the gate, looking out. Like, away from me? Yeah, away. He's looking towards the rest of the city. He's not looking inside. Got it. And you're at the rear door. Uh, investigate the door. I want to figure out if it's locked, and, you know, I'm assuming it's not trapped, but... 
Uh, sure, how are you investigating? Are you going to just try the, the handle? Or yeah, you just, just real quietly try the handle. Okay. See what happens. Uh, it appears to be unlocked. Nice. People don't always lock their doors when they've got locked gates. Okay, so as quietly as possible. Yeah. Give me another stealth roll. You're now going inside the house. Twelve. Uh, you open the door. There's a slight creak. The light is very dim back here. As you make your way in... You notice that very next room is like the, the pantry next to the kitchen. And there are a couple of servant girls working in the kitchen there, cleaning up from the day's food. Mm, servant girls. And they are talking about the upcoming... Well, one of them gets to uh, stay behind and clean up. The other one gets to go on a trip into the woods. And they are both very jealous of each other. Like Going out of the woods is great. You get to see trees, maybe some animals, to experience uh, wild living. As it were, but it also means they're going to be waiting hand and foot on Lord Robin and your mm. friends. And the other one, you know, oh, gets to stay home in an empty house. Very few people to wait on, but that does mean they have to clean everything in the house while Lord Robin's gone, which is just tedious as fuck. When are they going into the woods? Do I know? Are you just going to stay there and listen to their conversation? Yeah. Yeah, you find out that they're leaving in, uh, what's this? Not tomorrow, but the day after. Mm. Okay, change of plan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's not do the thing where I'm probably going to get caught. No? And do I have any idea where they're going to be? Not at this point. They have not discussed that. I'm going to stay and listen as long as I can get as much information. I might even come back the next night if they don't Uh, reveal it. If you want to stay long enough, just squatting in a corner somewhere? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you want to hang out for like an hour, you will find out that they're leaving in a couple of days along the southern hunting trail. Mm. Oh, uh, you'll also learn that Lord Robin has loved to do this ever since she was a child. It was like one of her favorite things to go do. Brings me some comfort. She'll die happy. It's cold. Uh, at this point, they have broken into a very cheap bottle of wine and are less cleaning up and more just sitting around <laughs> talking. Everybody's asleep, so they're just they're having the night off, basically. As much as a servant can. Right. Do I have any idea what they're hunting? Uh, yes, they mentioned it was an owl hunt. Damn. What, you don't like to hunt owls? No, just no one's going to believe an owl killed her. <laughs> Still, I can make it look like some other wild animal <laughs> attack. You you can certainly try. Or I could just set a tent on fire. That would be easy. Whatever you want to do. So, how long are you going to stay in the pantry in the dark? Once I know where they're going... When-ish, which you already told me, and what they're hunting, which you already told me. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know, I think. Okay. So, I'm gonna get the fuck out. Give me a stealth roll to make your way out of the house. This will be to get you to the fence. Gotcha. Ooh, crit fail. They are drunk, but they're not that drunk. No, no I'm not even gonna have to roll for them. Oh, no, I will, because there's a chance they could both crit fail. Uh, one of them crits. Damn so, it. no. They definitely do hear you as you open the door. That creak apparently is just really old hinges. Somebody hasn't been oiling. And as you open the door, just... Oh, shit. Oh, what's that? Is someone here? Uh, And they go, they head towards the exit that you are currently standing in. Run! You've got a moment to get out the door before they see you. They make their way through the kitchen, through the pantry, to you. Yeah. Slam the door, stealth around, find a place to hide. No, don't slam it. Close it as quietly as I can. Or just leave it open. Or just leave it open. Maybe they'll think it just blew open. Alright, leave it open. Get outside, find a place to hide. Okay, give me a stealth check as you get outside. Thirteen. One of them comes out, and she's standing in the doorway, looking around, and you've managed to conceal yourself in the bushes along the side of the house. Shrubbery. The shrubbery, yes. You are hidden in the shrubbery. She looks around and she calls up, Randall, is that you? Huh, I could have sworn. And she closes the door and heads back inside. That was a close call. Glad I didn't go with my other idea, which was pretend I'd been asked to check the locks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that door-to-door locksmith that comes around in the middle of the night. Please inform your mistress that this door is insufficient. Wait a minute. That's not the wallet inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you're outside. 
Nobody knows you're there at the moment. You just have to get out of, off the grounds. So leave from the same point mm-hmm. I came in, sneak around to the side of the fence. Sure. Give me an athletics to get over the fence. Okay. And stealth or just athletics? No, 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 no. no. You weren't spotted there. Fuck. Seven. Wait, do I have it? Yeah. No, seven. Seven. Okay. You're struggling at the fence, and the guard at the rear gate is starting to make his way around the building. Around the, the, the fence. And in a moment, he will definitely be in a spot where he can see you. Can I get back to my hiding place quickly? Uh, no. no, because it was on back, right? You could just jump down and be on the inside of the gate, or you can finish climbing and get to the outside of the fence. I'm going to do that. Finish climbing. Or just stay on the fence and let him see you there. <laughs> no, not doing that. <laughs> fence okay. inspector. This one's good. <laughs> fence inspector. Okay. Use another athletics. Oh, okay. okay, you pull your belt or whatever off of the fence that got snagged. Leap on over. Uh, give me a stealth roll as you get to the other side. Just to see if he notices anything. 19. And you're able to disappear into the shadows. Now I get why I put everything into stealth and none into athletics. Yeah. (laughs) Seems stupid, but it's actually kind of smart. If you're all about hiding and killing people without them noticing, you do need stealth. Okay, you make your way into the dark and you're free to have the night. What's the plan? I'm gonna go sleep and mull it over. I have succeeded in my mission for tonight. Uh, You head back to the monastery and your roommate is already asleep. Is this bunk bed situation or more like a dorm where you have beds on either side of the room? I'd say dorm. Beds on either okay. side. Okay. You don't have to worry about who's on top. <laughs> right. Awkward. Saves a lot of awkwardness. Yeah. yeah your roommate, he, he's asleep there on his bed. He snores a little bit. So what is your plan for the moita? Sorry, for the kill. It's not murder. For the moita. Well, stealthily follow the party out. Wait until night and everyone's asleep. And okay. then this is the part I haven't fully sussed out yet. <laughs> But the plan is to follow them into the forest, into the mountains. And to make it look like either a wild animal got hurt or some other forest hazard. Okay, that works well. How do I make it look like a wild animal got hurt? (laughs) If you use the right weapons. Hmm. Do I have any weapons that look like a wild animal? I have a short sword. I could just push it by. Poke a hole in the tent. People would probably assume oh, it's a bear or something. Okay. But then what am I going to do? Just, like, stab her in the stomach and run? <laughs> Bears don't okay. usually carry swords, so if you want to make it look like an animal, then it would get a little bit better. Well, she doesn't have to think it's an animal. Well, no, she doesn't, but people who find her body might. Right. I want the people who find her body to think it's an animal. It doesn't really matter what she thinks. Do you think they'll be able to tell the difference between sword and claw? Yes. yes they will. There are no one-clawed bears in this area. Uh, they all have the normal Charlie amount one of claws on each claw. <laughs> how long, are these, how long are these trips supposed to be going on? <laughs> you, you heard it would be a, a, at least a few days. Okay. So I think instead of trying to, you know, get her the first night, mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out a bit and see if any opportunities present. So. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to have to wing it a little. That is fine. We'll fast forward now to the southern gate at the hunting trail. Where Aranus and Vale uh, are arriving, I'm assuming? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've each got your packs of gear. Do you have your loot in a case, or you just carry that? No, oh, I don't know. I probably have some sort of at least, like, sack or something for it, because I travel around a bit, so... Okay. Just to keep the elements off of it. All right. And as you get there, there are... Uh, well, there's one very nice carriage uh, with four horses at the front of it, and there are two... Still nice, but nowhere near as nice. Wagons, just with a pair of horses at the front of them. And Saren walks up to you. Arnus Gray. Gray the Great. Mm-hmm. Which is only how he knows you, because he only heard about you through Lord Fuente, so he says, Gray, so glad you could join us. Fortunately, uh, I think you and your companion are going to have to walk. Not quite enough room for everybody. Uh, you and some of the other help will be on foot, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm is in my head and mm-hmm. be like it's fine it's out loud and you can both give me a perception check <laughs> I got an 11 it's better than me I got a 9 <laughs> woo you can both see a number of people in the fancy carriage including a very elderly lady she doesn't look weak old she's just like got so many wrinkles and lines on her face and very very gray hair but she does look very well-dressed and presentable. 
the middle cart has some smaller people in it. You're not sure if they're children or or halflings. It's hard to tell. Uh, along with some of the other helpers. And the third wagon is just supplies. It is loaded with supplies. <laughs> they say they're ready to go as soon as you are. Can I do a, a purposeful scan of the crowd? We actually haven't talked about this, but I'm going to see if uh, the, the dude who killed my contact friend is in the group. Okay, I'm glad that we came to this. Because I remember the thing I said I wasn't going to do, which was listen to our recordings and then call you on bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I listened to the recording <laughs> while I was editing, and you said you didn't know who it was who killed your friend. Yeah. So then how would you be able to oh, recognize okay. them? Okay. You're right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you just got recorded. <laughs> Fact checked. Fact checked. DM'd. Then never mind. Like but if, to review that call. But what would you like? Are you well, just looking around for that specific person, or do you want to look around for unstable, shady folk? Like, well, if I'm not looking for that person, then I want to like look and see if there's anybody in the group that is like a notorious duelist, like someone who is known to be quick mm. to draw. Mm. Sure, you can look around for that. I'll let you use. Investigation for that. Thank you. Oh, and I crit. You don't notice anyone among the nobles as being particularly short-tempered. Most of these people here are older, with the exception of Lazaro, or Tariq. He's definitely on the younger side, probably in his like late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is at least in their like 50s or 60s. As you get to the help, you notice among the smaller people, there are two very young half-elves. Physically young teens. And, yeah, um, you crit. I'm going to give this to you. You notice a very small half-orc who you recognize right away as that rival assassin of yours. Okay. (laughs) We say this was a male or a female. Uh, I actually don't think I said. Okay. This is Lorraine. She is not young. She is just small. Okay. Under five feet. For a half-orc, which is rare. Yeah, that's why she works from the shadows. <laughs> she cannot be the upfront barbarian half-orc, but she can be the murdery type. And, and then there's also just, like, cooks, and... There's someone on the third cart, just a human, just a guy. He's got a very... or a rather large cage of rats. Hmm. Give the rain a hairy eyeball. <laughs> yes! She's gonna give it right back to you. <laughs> Wonderful. Some hairy eyeball given right now. Okay. Alright, and we set out. And the first day is just traveling on the trail. Oh, 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 oh. Before we set out, Darvin, are you trying to follow this group? Yes. From, From the shadows? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Give me a stealth roll for the day. Well, uh, as you're moving through the. just off the trail somewhere following them around. A couple of times, the horses kind of turn and look at you, or in your direction. They're horses. Smart horses. But none of the people do anything. And you follow them for about a day. It's probably close to 8, 9 o'clock, and they come to a small clearing. There's a couple of logs kind of on their sides, around a fire pit. This is definitely a spot where people have stopped many times before. And they begin to set up camp. For those of you paying any attention these people idea of camping is far closer to glamping yeah where they've got extremely nice tents and silverware and beds they get a fire going and it's all very nice the hunting doesn't start tonight it'll be tomorrow until then uh saren comes to gray the great and asks if you will play for them tonight while everybody sets up and gets in the party mood sure i can play for a little while tonight Sure. Give me a performance roll. Oh, goody. We'll see how uh, this You want to tune that loop first? <laughs> I get a bonus for tuning my loop? No. Well, I'm just being good. a jerk. She should have tuned it. I should have tuned it. I got a nine. Mm, it's not the best. One of the small half-elf girls seems interested in your song. Kind of listening, bobbing your head a little bit. But everybody else is just kind of going about their work. Sarah informs you that tomorrow, he informs the both of you that tomorrow the party will begin in earnest. We will wake to copious amounts of food. Wine will be passed around. Uh, there's definitely a couple barrels on that third wagon. 
and then when night comes, it will be time to hunt. You are welcome to join them in the hunting, if you wish. Oh, I'm no good with stealth. Thank you, though. It's shooting a bow. It's not stealth. I'm also not so good with a bow. All right. <laughs> you don't have to join if you don't want. I mean, observe. It's, this is all for Lord Robin, if you wish. Just, I'm here as the entertainment man. Yeah. I don't have to be good at shooting. No, you don't. Darwin. They've stopped for the night, and they're setting up camp. They've got a small fire going. What are you doing? Watching. Seeing who sets up camp where. Mother. Lord Robin's tent is definitely the focal point so it's like of at least the, the sleeping arrangements. They're kind of set up on one side of the fire, a little bit fanned out. Hers is maybe 20 feet from the fire pit. Nothing in between the two. Her tent doesn't lock, does it? Tents don't lock. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the best you could do is, like, tie a knot in a string on the flaps. Is she sleeping accompanied? No. There's nobody else in her tent. They brought in one very thin feather mattress to her tent. Okay. Among all the other accommodations of hers, but only sleeping arrangements for one, unless she's sleeping very close with somebody else. What would you like to do? Are they all in bed now? Are they still They're, they're setting up. I'm gonna if you keep... want to wait until bedtime, you can. Well, I'm gonna keep watch. I'm gonna keep watching them set up. I think I'm gonna do it tonight because I still don't know how to make it look like a wild animal did it. I'm thinking smothering is probably still the best bet, assuming okay. she has a pillow. She has a pillow. But then after that, I would like to do some hijinks with my sword. <laughs> I'm assuming that you know we don't have excellent medical examiners at this point. You can assume that. Is in. I don't think. If I, like, give her wounds that look like an animal cutter, I don't think there'd be some in me going, um, actually, she suffocated first, right? <laughs> but as far as getting into the tent... There may be someone here who can bandage wounds, but there's probably not, like, a surgeon on call. She does still appear to be in good health. As far as getting into the tent, you don't think I could do tent. that with a sword and make it look like a bird did it? You could. I got into the tent, then I wake her up and did it very quietly. Oh, you did it. After you killed her. Bingo. Uh, why are you helping him murder your employer? It's okay, I just thought of that. I'm you working for free. She's an army. Okay. okay. That's the plan. Then I guess I'll make my first attempt tonight. Oh, you're going to make your first attempt tonight? i got to make multiple attempts. Okay. Because if it fails and I don't get caught, that gives me another chance. If it fails and I get caught, then I'm fucked. But I don't... Unless you can think of any reason why I should rate wait that would occur to me. I can't think of any reason. <laughs> me neither. None that I could say. It seems like I might as well get this over with. Alright. So you're gonna wait until people go to bed? Yeah. And longer wait until like they've been asleep at least a couple hours. Alright. So the two of you I'm helping are doing set up camp. Sure. Um, my intention while I'm doing this, uh, there's two things I wanna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to try and steal if I have the ability oh, yeah. to. <laughs> Some sort of trinket that would be important to Lazaro. Mm-hmm. And then I want to have a conversation with Saren. Can I ask what you intend to do with this trinket? I'm going to set up a rival. So the intention is to get a, one of Lazaro's trinkets, put it on someone to give him a desire to want to fight him, and then get the other guy to want to okay. fight him, okay. and then set them up in a forest to more and have kill each other. This is part of a, a setup deal. Yeah. That, that was enough. I don't even know all the details right now. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, you can give me an investigation check on Lazaro himself to see if you can notice anything very distinct that he is carrying. And that's a seven. So as you're setting up, and he's not doing a lot of work, honestly, he's, he's, on board he's got a nice glass of wine. Uh, he is watching as his tent gets set up. He's in very nice clothes. He's got a number of rings on. A rather nice cap. And that's about all you can tell with the seven. <laughs> Do I have any, based on my connection to my former friend who got killed in the street brawl, uh, mm-hmm. do I have a, any reason to address Lazaro? Like, did he run in my friend's circle? Yes. Okay. Your dead beau's name is Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> Poor Donnie. He was, he was a nice, nice boy. Donnie boy? Oh, Donnie boy. But yes, you would have definitely at least seen Lazaro while spending time with Donnie. Okay. So if you want to use that as an in, yeah, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to. I'm going to approach him like like a servant should approach someone who's better than them. I'm not going to kind of push my um, push my boundaries. Okay. But um, very kind of penitent. 
Yeah. Oh. Lord Sefuentes, might I might I ask you a question? Lord Sefuentes is my brother. Please. <laughs> Good. It's Lazaro. Uh, Sir, Sir Lazaro, I, I I do know that you you were close to my good friend who was killed in the duel, and I, I wonder if you might know who it was that killed him. It might help me find some closure. Oh, are you speaking of Donnie? Yes. That's... Yeah. I can assure you that that person is already being taken care of. They are in a cell as we speak. Well, I thank you for for your help and for your graciousness, and, and, and I want to move like I'm going to try and like kiss his hand to thank him. Like literally kiss his hand? Yeah, like, like oh my god, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think I know what you're doing, so give me a deception check. Okay. Yeah, because you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I know exactly oh, where I'm going. That's a 22. Okay, he rolled a 4. <laughs> he is Sweet. more than willing to extend his hand out for you to kiss his kiss his hand. And I want to try and slide a ring when I when I go away. All slide right. a hand that. Yeah, slide a hand that ring. There's nothing. 12. He also rolled a 12. <laughs> so you can take it, but he will notice. Okay. You can definitely get away with it. Okay. Do you? The, 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 do I know that he's going to notice? Like, is that what the tie is going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then I won't go You can either it. take it. Yeah, I don't want to like, push it. You'll be pretty sure he's going to I don't, sure don't, don't want to push it. it. To tug a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. sausage fingers. <laughs> All right, and then I just kind of thank, thank him and, and, and walk away. Okay. That did not go how I wanted it to go. But that's okay. I have other plans. You didn't draw any undue yeah, attention exactly. to yourself, so that's fine. Could have gone worse. Could have gone a lot worse. Okay. What else and would you like to Then, since he gave me the information that I was expecting Saren to give me, um, I'm going to spend the rest of the evening kind of working and eavesdropping to see if there's anybody that has any direct dislike for Lord Lazaro. Lazaro. Lord is usually held by yeah. one member of the family. Got it. As, like, the actual landowner, and, like, and uh, if something were to happen to his older brother, he forgot his name. That's why Lord. I said Lord. <laughs> That's fine. Aranis. Yes. Uh, what would you like to be doing for the rest of the night? You've played your song eh, in a fashion. I'm try in to a fashion. Tune my loot. See what's going on. You want to play again? Or are you good with that one? Yeah, why not? Um, sure. Sure. Give me another performance roll. I'll play another one. Second verse, same as the first. A little bit louder. Hopefully, not a little <laughs> bit worse. Much better. That's a 19. Mm-hmm. See? I just needed to tune. You know, as people start tapping their feet, a couple of people start whistling as they're setting things up and getting things laid out. There's a nice table that has a number of goblets on it, a small selection of wine, some uh, crackers, just some little something to nosh on while people are getting ready for bed. Yeah, people seem to be having a good time. It's good, good music. Good. Anything else we'd like to do tonight? Not really. I mean, I'm really, like, I am i don't have an alternate, like, motive here. I'm here with one purpose. Yeah, you're here Play to some pay. tunes and get paid. Like, that's literally it. Um, I haven't changed, I didn't change into my, like, mm. fancy outfit for okay. this evening either. Because I figure people are setting up, like, no one's really paying attention to me. Mm. It's not exactly worth it to... Yeah, today's to not the show. ...get into the type. Today's not the big show. The nobles, they're all dressed in, like, their nice clothes. The help is just, you know, some good cotton pants, rugged shirts. The rich people are dressed as rich people. Anything else we'd like to do before we take it to the next day? I, I did want to look for... See if I could hear if there was anybody that didn't like him. Mr. Sefuentes. Sure. Yeah, perception check. As you're just going about mm-hmm. eavesdropping. Oh, that's 12. Lady Marimore is not here, but she does have a sister who is here and does not care for Lazaro. Victoria Marimore was spurned by Lazaro at some point in the past, and she doesn't really care for him, but she's here to make a good impression on Lord Robin. To stay in her good graces. This person, much like Lord Grimm, Darwin's daddy over there, is a person of renown and some power. It's the next day. It's about 7 a.m. when everybody starts getting up. It's still dark out, and it will be for a couple more hours. Servants are cooking breakfast. Fire's going already. The rich folk are just kind of lounging about, enjoying like a morning cup of water, milk, juice, whatever. Nobody's drinking yet. So it is definitely time for Arnest to earn his keep. Play during the day. What would you like to play for these fine noble people? Well, nothing too raucous this early in the morning, because, I mean, everybody's still waking up. They haven't even had breakfast yet. So something kind of in the midway between, like, the last thing you'd play before they go to bed and, like, 
something you play after breakfast. So, like, not too soothing because I don't want them to fall asleep again. You're playing the brunch of music. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. what I'm doing. Sure. Give me a performance roll. Oh, God. I'm so much happier when this bonus goes up. 13. Yeah. It's the brunch of a song. It could go either way. Yeah. But nobody's upset at it. Sarinus is busy playing his lute. People are waking up, getting ready for the day. Oh, Arinus, are you in your fancy blue clothes now? The tight pants? Yeah. So it probably took me a little longer to get out there because I was <sighs> hiking on the tight pants. All right. You notice most of the nobles are also dressed very fancily, but with the exception of Lord Robin. She's in very practical clothes. All right. Respect. <laughs> what would the two of you, uh, Vale and Darwin, like to do during the day? Pretty much the same, just sneak around, try and make sure, you know, keep an eye on things. If they're moving camp, I need to know about Oh, no, no, they're, Otherwise, they are staying put. This is the spot. Are we assuming I slept last night or didn't? Did you sleep last night? I mean, I would have if I were okay, yeah. making an attempt, yeah. Yeah, then you slept. Okay, then I'm just <laughs> hanging out somewhere sneakily. All right, give me a perception check. Eat. Yeah, there's a camp of people going about camply business. Not much you're going to get with that. But nobody's, uh, but nobody's getting up and like trying to move camp at all. Uh, They haven't started the hunt yet. Vale, what are you doing during the day? Uh, I'm gonna, you know, since I'm of a servant stature, uh, would assist Gray the Great over here in anything that he needed done. And then my goal today is to keep an ear to the ground. And I specifically want to see if I can't find anything more out about those young half-elves. The twins. Or the teens, I'm sorry. They're, yeah, they're not twins. They don't appear to be related. All right, you can give me a perception roll. Of course, because sucking at those all night. Hey, look at that, an eight. They are young. You find out that they are here as owl spotters, because they have much better vision in the dark than these yeah. humans do. That's right, only one of our party here can see in the dark. Hey, they didn't ask me if I could help them mm-hmm. with that, but no, I, do have, no, no. I do have light. They didn't ask. I could help, but nobody asked. They are spotters. They help the people see the elves so they can shoot them down. That is what you're able to discover about these young half-elves, and Lorraine seems to just be assisting them. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do during the day, anybody? I do my thing. Okay. Every once in a while, Bale comes over gives you some water. What's, um, see if I can't keep an eye on Saren. Okay. First of all... I'd like to maybe get a better description of him. He's no longer wearing his white with red clothing, but he is still dressed in very fancy clothes. This is more of a tannish yellow with burgundy accents on it. He's got shoulder-length brown hair. It's a little wavy, and he definitely brought somebody to accompany him on this trip. A lady friend. All right. Wonderful. And uh, about his age? About the same age as Donnie. Okay, so, so part of the younger group. Yeah. Okay, that's all I've got for this point. We are moving to the nighttime then. As it gets dark, they kind of pull some fuel off of the fire, just keep it burning very low. Bring out a large collection of arrows to place them by the fireplace. Fire pit, sorry. The half elves and Lorraine are going about looking for the owls. Meanwhile, another servant has handed out bows to all of the nobles and anybody else who wishes to participate. Nope. I'm either of you would like to. Okay. Darwin, this is definitely something you can see too. Why They're not letting me participate? Do you want to go up and ask? <laughs> Do you want no. to go up and ask if you can hunt the owls? <laughs> Imagine how easy that would be. <laughs> Crap! My arrow slipped. <laughs> and everything's getting very quiet. Like they're keeping the noise down. One of the servants has pulled that cage of rats off of the wagon. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice that they all have, like, a little bit of ribbon tied around their neck. And it just kind of glints a little bit in the moonlight, basically using these guys as bait. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, they'll, like, toss one out into the woods, and the spotters will look for owls. And every once in a while, the nobles will take an arrow, dip it in the fire, and shoot into the night sky at where they believe an owl is. So they're staying in camp at this point? They're near the edges of it. Like, they'll light an arrow, and they'll go, like, 30, 40 feet away if a spotter has told them, like, they've found an owl somewhere. And they will, uh, you're making attempts to shoot them down. What would you guys like to do? I want to uh, sneak into Lord Saren's tent. Sure. Give me a stealth roll. That's a 17. Okay, you made it into his tent. I want to search the tent for 
search for an item of his that would be known as his, but not necessarily missed right away. And I'm looking for an item of hers that would fit the same description. It, hers Her being his companions. Oh, oh, his lady friends. Sure. You are able to find a small chest, which you believe has a number of just like personal belongings in it, and mm-hmm. you can give me an investigation check to find something in there. That's a 19 before the bonus, and the bonus is going to make it a 24. Okay, absolutely. You find what appears to be a man's ring and a necklace. Probably belongs to his lady friend. You are able to take those if you want. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is in this tent. I'm going to go ahead and pocket them and attempt to sneak out the tent. <laughs> Give me a stealth to get out unnoticed. 15? As you come out, one of the chefs sees you and just asks, Oh, uh, getting something for Saren? Yes, I was actually returning something that he had sent me to the, uh, to the tent to put back. All right. Roll deception. Why this poor person? Well, Thirteen. The chef rolled three. Really doesn't care. Yes. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Got my own work to do. See you at dinner time. And you make off with those items that you stole from these nice rich folk. What are you doing while these people are hunting? Arnis. Taking a rest. Probably chatting with the other servants. Having a drink if they're allowed to do that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. You're allowed to drink. Oh, in which case, then that's totally what we're doing. I may play a little for them, too. Like, not performance-wise, but just, you know, music. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I do when my hands aren't occupied. Just a little something mm-hmm. in between sips. Yeah. Well. It's a friend line. It's just a hippie trip. I'm just mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> your dad. Yep. You can totally thank your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and while you two are busy doing that, the rich, you hear a couple of, like, cheers as they've shot down a couple of very small owls. Darvin. What are you doing at this time? Hatching a possible new plan, but I need to ask you about two things as mm-hmm. far as feasibility. Shoot. And how feasible I would know this is. Like, would I know oh. this is a stupid idea or would I know this is possible? Everything's possible. So I'll tell you what the new plan is and then I'll tell you the two things I'm worried about. Plan is, steal a bow and arrow, shoot her in the neck, make it look like she was shot by either her own arrow coming back down or someone else. Or, you know, if not coming back down, just aim drone, friendly fire kind of thing. It could be sold like that. You could certainly sell that. Or somebody could sell that. Here are the two things I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. One, I would have to stealth up, grab both a bow and an arrow. Mm-hmm. The second thing I'm worried about is, if I did it, mm-hmm. let's say I hit her, right? Let's say I hit her in the neck mm-hmm. with an arrow. Would you be like, okay, that's three damage, now it's her turn. <laughs> this woman is celebrating her 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old man. If you shoot her anywhere that's not the leg or the arm, there's a real good chance she's just not going to make it. (laughs) Okay, okay, good. That helps. So then the question is, do you think, well, not do you think, because, you know, it doesn't matter what you think. Do I think, I mean, because you're not going to talk, obviously. I might. I think I have a feasible chance to stealth up, grab a bow and arrow without getting caught. Oh, yeah. They've brought more than enough. In case, you know, one of the bows is bad luck. I'm going to swap it out for a different one. Oh, it is. Then I'm going to do that at the soonest, best opportunity. Uh-huh. At some point when it flips back to me, I have a question for one of the servants. Mm-hmm. It's not an important question. Right. We'll let Darwin try to steal himself a bow and arrow first. All right. Stealth? Oh, it's stealth first. Okay. You wait around for a little bit until you see an opening. Nobody's really looking at the weapons. Ten. Make your way up to where the extra bows and arrows are being kept. There's some extra in one of the wagons. As you do so, a footman comes around. You hear him approaching the wagon. You are at the wagon. You hear footsteps, like, kind of crunching along the dirt and the brush. Okay, I gotta try and disappear into the bushes where he sees me. Okay, is that what you want to do? Yeah. All right, Uh, give me a stealth roll. Yeah. 22. He comes around, and you've disappeared back into the shadows. Yes. He kind of pulls a flap open. Reaches in, pulls out a tiny little bottle. It's like some special preserve. He opens it up and just drink it. I'm just going to wait for my next chance. At that same thing? Okay. At the same spot, because, you know, I'm closer now. Sure. After he takes a few long pulls off of that bottle, he starts heading back to camp. And shot him like, I found the good stuff! Okay, try Which again. you all hear, this footman's coming back, and he's got a good bottle of very good liquor. Meanwhile, Darvin is trying to steal this boat. Stealth check again? Yeah. That's a 16. Much better. You were able to get your hands on a bow, and how many arrows are you taking? 
Two. You more than two. All right. Wow. That is some confidence. You grab a bow and two arrows. I'm assuming she doesn't have a high armor. Nobody's wearing armor. You're also assuming that you're going to aim really well. And I'm more than two. Look at that. So, you make your way back out into the dark. You've got that, and you are in the shadows again. Arnis Gray, you had a question for a servant. I do. Which one of you have worked for these folks the longest? This isn't the question, but it's a preamble. This is just what you're asking them, just in general. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they start going back and forth about, oh, you know, I've worked with her since, you know, I've been here like five years now. I've been here seven. No, you haven't. Blah, blah, blah. I remember your first day you showed up. You dropped all those wine goblins. Blah. <laughs> minute you find out there's, there's a wine steward there. And he has been with Lord Robin for some 20 years now. Wow. All right. She's old. That'll do. So some of her servants are also old. Er. All right, that'll do. His name is Cremens. Cremens. Yes. All right, Cremens. <clears throat> you got to tell me, why do they think this is fun? Uh, <laughs> because the wealthy don't care who they hurt. <laughs> oh, God, that's so bad. That's so good. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, Gray, it's not for everybody. I agree. Not even all of the nobles take great joy in it, but Lord Robin, she's been doing this since she was a young girl. It makes her feel young again. Oh, all right. If you want to know anything more than that, though, you'd probably have to talk to her. No. <laughs> no, I was just wondering. Just making conversation, that's mm-hmm. all. Anything else you'd like to... Nope. Yes. Okay. That's literally the only question I had. So, yeah. Ooh. Bad. Uh, so nobody's with the hunting group right now, right? Nope. 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 Okay. Unless you're watching them. From... Actually, I might be watching. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't moved since I took the bow because I haven't had a turn, but I would be trying to. Um, yeah, it, we're not in, like, an initiative right now. Right, right. So if you've been, after you got the bow, just moving over towards them, yeah. That's what, that's what you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. You can see, Darwin, one of the half-elf children points up at the sky, just like, Starts like pawing at like some of the other folks. Like, oh, oh, oh! It's, it's huge! It's a big one! It's a big one! And a bunch of the rich folk like start pulling their like everybody's armed. They've got their arrows lit and they are frantically shooting off into the night. Uh, you can give me a perception check. It's always under that plate, huh? Yeah, twenty-one. Wow. Plate is good luck. Whatever works. Uh, you look up and you can't quite make out the outline of the owl. But you see this kind of silvery chevron in the air, which is part of the reason why these particular owls are hunted. They do have some silvery feathers on their chest. And it does appear to be, like, a few feet wide. And they are frantically shooting at it, and just arrows are going wide, and it starts kind of dipping around uh, as they continue to shoot at it. Somewhat wild. What do you do? So I need to see if I can get a good angle on her quickly where I'm... You know, not too obvious, mm-hmm. but have a decent shot. Give me a stealth roll. You are somewhat distracted shooting at this owl. Fuck, I crit failed. Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go under the plate. Because it didn't go under the plate. Sure, we'll blame the plate. As you're moving around in the shadows, Lorraine, who's out there, mm-hmm. turns and points straight at you and says, I think there's one over there. On the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And you notice this group of rich people turn their arrows (laughs) towards you. Spare into the woods again before they can see. (laughs) Make a stealth roll. Nine. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast or email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, where you can like and follow us, or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time.